The Sophia Gray Show. (laughs) (sighs) Hello, listeners and kinky friends. Welcome to The Sophia Gray Show, where we discuss all things sex, kinks, and fetishes. From the sex stories to the latest trends in the erotic world, we talk taboo transparently. This podcast is brought to you by Sophia Gray, the largest used underwear marketplace. I'm Tracy Bust. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And today we are going to be discussing pet play. Um, Lacey, (laughs) I have a question for you. Um, Did you see online like a few days ago, like I think it was making the rounds on Twitter, where it was a picture of a couple in a grocery store and one woman was like, do you know what I'm talking about? And there was a, her, her submissive was on a leash and they were just like going regular grocery shopping and like people were like, oh my God. And like taking pictures and stuff. Yeah. It's actually funny that you brought it up because I just saw it this morning before oh, that's so funny. We, we were recording. I, mm-hmm. I, and I didn't, I didn't investigate, but I did see the headline that had been shared many, many times. Yeah. And, right. You know, a- along with the accompanying outrage and, oh my gosh, what are these people doing sort of things. And so, of course, I'm really glad that this was the topic that you chose to discuss. It's very timely. It's so timely. I mean, all the news right now is this one. No, but um, it's interesting because I feel like people brought up like such interesting points of like one, don't kink shame, which is Mm -hmm. so important to us. And two, what does it mean when it's out in public? Like, does that mean the public is part of this? Like, is does that mean the public is part of this ritual? Did they consent to being part of this ritual? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. Like, it's been on the top of my mind for days, and it's like. Like, when I was in my 20s, I would have been like, this is awesome, you know, because I'm like, so, you know, I'm sex positive, believe in, you know, exploring your kink fetishes and all those things. But now that I'm in my 30s and I don't have kids, but what if I was like, but what if my I brought my son to the store? Like, what would I say to that? You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, is this a good time to bring up this type of world with your kid? Or was this type of, like, sex play, like, thrust not thrusted that's a weird word but like you know kind of like put in front of my kid without my permit you know what I mean like it's such an interesting thing to think about yeah you know it's what a I mean? lot of a lot of discussion going on about and on the one hand I, I'm with you on the one hand I really appreciate that you know the woman and her pet that were out in society just you know going about their business I really do mm-hmm. appreciate that it was just so it was so common and so because it's stuff like that that like normalizes practice is just you know kind of I think exposing more people to it and recognizing right. that this is maybe not a part of your life but it can, it is a part of other people's lives mm-hmm. but on the other hand I do also understand um and and we're seeing this a lot as well man it's been a week it has been a week because we are also <laughs> seeing a lot of discussions surrounding What's his face? Who was in a Zoom meeting and was caught masturbating? On oh camera. yeah, Jeffrey Tubin. And mm-hmm. yesterday, I feel like we're like the uh, fucking what's his face, Giuliani. Yep. There is a lot of like <laughs> dick been, pulling out. Yeah, there's been a lot of <laughs> oh god, oh god, pink in it. the news lately, and not not usually in a in a good light. But but what I but I think there's a major difference between. Although, is there, I mean, is there a major, well, okay, somebody taking their pet out on a leash, and when I say pet, I mean their their play partner. Submissive, yeah. Submissive, Mm -hmm. out in public, I don't 
equate that to the same level of non-consensual act of somebody exposing themselves in a Zoom meeting to others. I don't I don't either. I I feel like both parties are consensual when you're bringing your pet or your submissive right. out into public. You're both consenting to this. This is your life, you know what I mean? Like this is what you like to do versus someone whipping their dick out in a meeting or in a public place. Like that's just full on Yeah, it's not it, like and that's this- a that's a illegal violation. It's not you like know, this and it's Dom not okay. and Sub were just having sex in the grocery store and making people watch. They were they were just going about their business, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it's easy to say, like, hey, if you if you don't approve of or you don't like what's going on, like turn away kind of right. thing. But yeah. I, you know, I also I think it's also an opportunity to ask questions. I, I could yeah. see, you know, and that might not be well received by some people, but I think the kink community in general is very much an understanding one considering sure. everything that that, you know, has been put upon us. And so mm-hmm. I I think more often than not, if, if that was me and I watched a Dom walk in with their sub on a leash, I would be more curious than anything else. Not not outraged, but I'd, I'd maybe want to approach them and ask them about themselves right yeah I think I would just be like and maybe this is just me but I would be like oh look at that a couple's into pet play anyway where's the macaroni you know what I mean like it would just like be like okay I long for the day I long for the day where I can just walk into a grocery store and come across a dom and their sub on a leash perusing the vegetable aisle and nobody bats an eye like I right would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, okay, wait a minute. What is pet play? Like, <laughs> I think I know what it, it is. <laughs> back it up a bit. But I think some people, like, do know what it is, but maybe, like, just need kind Because like, I feel like when I was, like, looking this up, I'm personally not into pet play. So I kind of um, had to uh, just, you know, read about it and stuff. Um, right. And there were a lot of, like eye-opening things because I've seen pet play in porn and in movies and you know in in that picture and um documentaries etc all the things that I've watched but there was so much that I guess I just like didn't under not didn't understand just didn't know about it of like why people are into this like um and different things you can do if you have this fetish um some of the differences between pet play and being a furry like these are all there's Mm. there's all these nuances that's a good Um, one because the furry culture has been so big in recent years that mm -hmm. I think that's really important to talk I the thing that amazes me the most about pet play is and I'm sure we'll get into this it's one of those kinks that is you, you need more than one person like it's yeah I mean you're right I feel like there are ways you can do solo sure. pet play um but it, I think it wouldn't I think it does involve some other aspect whether mm-hmm. it is audio porn watching porn using some other type of like extra device not device but like extra kind of what I'm saying porn or audio porn or something to kind of make you feel that submissive make you help you with your submissive persona or dominant persona Mm -hmm. or you know it could be webcam things like that um but yeah I do think it's like 
the it's a D, it's a BDSM role play where the submissive enters a behavioral or mental state of an animal or a pet that they have chosen to feel connected to you. Mm. And so the dom, who is referred to as a handler or an owner, takes on the role of caretaker. So you're right, there is like that it's the sub dom or dom sub dynamic here that's like kind of taken to a higher level than I think you're what we think as a typical dumb sub when people are human you know what right, I mean right yeah so um pet play is all about imitating the actions of an animal whether you're crawling on all fours or you're being hand-fed wearing a collar etc however it takes a more in-depth approach where the submissive is like totally encompassed in this animal persona meaning they could be wearing masks they can be wearing prosthetics and they go to this higher level of just like being an animal Mm -hmm. um but obviously there's a spectrum some people go further than others to take on this persona some people just do a few things here and there it really is up to the couple um or couples or people you know what i mean (laughs) yep Mm mm-hmm um, so if you're wondering, like, why do people find pet play appealing? It's like kind of like what I said before. It is the higher level of submission and ownership. Mm-hmm. So if you're in, if you enjoy being a submissive, you enjoy being a dom, you have a healthy relationship in that respect, and you want to take it higher, you want to take it even more, pet play can be a really good opportunity for you guys and so additionally I feel like humiliation and degradation is a turn-on for people and what and if that is you like what is more of a turn-on than being like treated like an animal you know Literally. what I mean yeah exactly I mean yeah. you've heard the concept of like fucked like a dog like we are mm-hmm. you know literally yeah yeah so um So obviously like the dominant or the owner can force the submissive to do like these incredibly hot and degradating things, crawling on all floors, uh, crawling on all fours, (laughs) eating off the floor. People are being put in a cage, even using litter boxes, um, Mm. if that's what you're into. Um, Obviously, like hearing this type of thing, like from me, again, being... I find myself a little on the submissive side. I am submissive, but I want to kind of explore my dominant side personally. Um, still trying to figure that out. I feel like it's it, it's a very vulnerable feeling. You're being put in a cage. You're crawling on all floors. So on all fours, you're doing – I keep fours, saying that. Fours on the floors. Fours on the floors. <laughs> so obviously I feel like before you partake in this thing, you need to outline your expectations. You need to communicate. You need to be on the same page as your dom. So I know a lot of people enjoy leash and collar play. I think it's very hot personally. So ultimately I feel like, again, if you want to take your you know dom sub dynamic further if you like leash and collar play again this is a way to take it further yeah I think leash and collar would be a great place to start to see yeah. if like you are interested in pet play um mm-hmm. because I don't know if a lot of people just know offhand I really want to be treated like an animal so yeah I think this is something where, you know, if you do like to be collared, okay, maybe take it one step further. Mm-hmm. Okay, does does 
you know, eating off the floor. Was that something that added to this this kink or fantasy for you? Okay, yeah. well, let's mm-hmm. do this next step. So, I mean, just like anything else, you know, you don't have to be prepared to jump in you know, from step zero to 100 all at once. Absolutely. Yeah. I I completely agree with that. I also feel like the appeal of pet play to some people is that it allows you to like, and I feel like this is like so cerebral a little bit, but maybe I'm just tired. But um, (laughs) (laughs) it allows you to like when you're role playing, you break free from yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like I enjoy like, you know, maybe role playing as like a servant or a maid. And it allows me to break free from like my normal persona, which maybe is more independent, more empowered. Sure. And I think when you're able to break free from a human persona to a different species, Mm. it's like, again, this enhanced way to like, let go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that's so so different from yourself not just like mm-hmm. you you and like your personality and what you you know like and don't like but just completely different from you as a person as a human okay so this kind of like segues to this next point which I think is important and I feel like I don't know this probably goes without saying because I feel like our listeners are really like non-judgmental but um should anyone ask you who probably doesn't understand, like, pet play doesn't mean you're into fucking animals. Do you know what uh, I mean? Like, it's not bestiality. This is, I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing is we laugh because to us it just sounds so ridiculous. And I'm sure yeah. anybody within the kink community would also understand that right? it's not yeah. about fucking animals. But I know. But I mean, again, we know we live in a judgmental world, especially here in the United States. And so we tend to, as a collective group of people, turn away from things that are different, unusual, Mm -hmm. not mainstream. And so, but no, no, nobody is out here trying to... I I can't. I just, like I just Yeah. Nobody is trying to fuck a horse. Like and if they right? are yeah. that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, like I mean I'm also like very like I like animals are like animal protections and like I the mm-hmm. the you know the the safety of animals like this is outside of like this world but like is important to me like I care about animals I donate to ASPCA like I don't you know what I mean like and so obviously like if for a second I thought this was any way some type of endangerment of actual <laughs> animals I'd be like what the fuck but it's not that at all <laughs> now I, I can see that there might be some people who who do consider pet play to be a way to live out their erotic human animal fantasies. Of course. But, and and yeah. we know that about lots of kinks. Like if you enjoy rape fantasy, that doesn't mean you necessarily want to go out and rape someone. If you, right. yeah. you know, enjoy, you want, you have love this idea of having sex with an alien. That doesn't mean we're going <laughs> to send you build the, your own, <laughs> you know, <laughs> build your own spaceship and try to get up to space. Yeah, oh, no, we gosh. get it. It's very, yeah. trust me, it's very hard to build a spaceship. I yeah. tried. But Just I think kidding. it's, <laughs> I think it's more about the role play than it is about yeah. the idea of having an interest mm-hmm. in having sex with animals. And yeah, please, yeah. please just don't. Please just don't have sex with animals. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't. Um, I think another misconception about it is that, like, especially with this picture that's going around in the um, on Twitter and stuff, is that, like, people think it's, like, so serious. And this guy must be on his fours every day of every life. I, I mean, every day um, of every life. What is that? Every day of his life. All like, of he his does lives. It, all, all of his life. of like, his lives. As if he doesn't, like, go to work or have a life or, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, you're not, like, <laughs> enslaving someone. I think we talked <laughs> in, in about... In real life. Yeah. I think we talked about this in one of our very, very first episodes when we were talking mm-hmm. about sort of, like, some of the misconceptions people have about King and BDSM is that, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody's dominant, that means they're dominant over someone 100 you know 100% of the time all mm-hmm. day every day and and that's not the case kinky people live lives like non kinky people but yeah i mean i think the same i think the same rules apply here that's mm-hmm. not it doesn't have to be something where people are wearing foxtail butt plugs all the time right it's like no yeah this is like again this is your sex life this is their sex life and so I feel like you know like this it should be treated (laughs) as any other way I mean it is I think the first time you see something like this the first time you hear of something like this it may be jarring I mean I feel like the first time I ever saw like a when I was younger like porn with BDSM in it I was like whoa but then Th- that it was like the first time my eyes were open to this mm-hmm. world and so yeah I guess I was a little jarred but you know then I, I you learn that you know this is what people do it might be something that you're into something you want to try um so yeah I mean who knows and what we not who knows but who knows um <laughs> you know what I mean I didn't mean we'll like, who knows. see <laughs> yeah um but like what we we did talk about this that it's not necessarily it doesn't have to be a two-person kink. It can be a solo kink. It doesn't necessarily mean that pet play is like an entirely like a dom sub thing. Maybe you just enjoy the persona and acts of being a pet by yourself. And you do mm. this in through your masturbation ritual. You know, whether again, audio stories, porn, doing things on your own. Maybe you have your own cage. You like to eat off the floor, you know, wearing your own collar. Yeah, why just not? The, just the feel of wearing a collar or a mask or, yeah, you know, like all of this, you can experiment and do this um, solo. And we're fans of trying things out on your own before you try them out with a partner. Nothing yeah, wrong I, with that. I love doing that. And that's like kind of my MO is that like I like to try things out solo just so I get the feel. Yeah for myself versus just when I'm in it just like helps me you know it helps me mentally and kind of helps me learn my own limits and what I want what I don't want what hurts too much what doesn't hurt enough you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so now I'm sure you're probably wondering is pet play the same as being a furry oh, and furries. the answer is no um, there may be similarities, but it, there's, it's different. Um, so the main difference between furries and people who enjoy pet play is that furries often desire a total embodiment of the animal they feel connected to, whereas pet play is more of a role play scenario and is reenacted. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah, my yeah. Right now? Okay, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah. So like furries connect with a specific animal in like a very spiritual or emotional way um they will spend you know a lot of money getting costumes that help them embody the animal 
I think what's interesting is that furries have what they call a fursona, which oh is gosh. essentially it's who they are as a person in the form of animal. So it's literally taking like the concept of like, this is my spirit animal. Like exactly. into like actuality. Yeah. So it's about like for furries, it's about the embodiment of the animal they feel connected to. Whereas with pet play, it's about the behaviors of an animal and the dynamic between pet and owner. Mm, okay. Okay. I I don't know if I've told you this before, but my cousin was a furry for several years. Oh my God. Yeah. That's awesome. It's And it was something where she was very young. I want to say she was like 16 or 17 when she first got into it. And mm-hmm. I remember her getting like a complete furry costume for mm-hmm. like her 18th birthday. And oh my gosh. I mean, the amount of money that went into something like that. I And yeah. I know it. I know she's a wolf. It's It's something, but it's like a cute wolf I don't know it's it's mm-hmm. not something that I can connect with but I I do find very interesting and the fact yeah. that there are furry conventions for people to go to because mm-hmm. there's that many people who feel this way that they can come together and support one another so yeah that's fantastic so fantastic so if you're interested in in um, experimenting with pet play, there are a lot of toys um, yes. that are out there. Um, I, you know, looked some of them up, and I want to talk about first tail butt plugs. I love um, it. I first love of it all, <laughs> so much. I, they are so fucking cute. Like they're, they're cute, gorgeous. and um, so you can get butt plugs with like fox tails or ponytails, puppy tails, and the bunny fur, the bunny tail. I was like, this is so cute, and I know some people may not. Like maybe I, I hope I'm not like trivial, trivializing something that people are into, but I just like found it like I would wear it like just to be cute. You know what I mean? Like yeah, oh, <laughs> not no, necessarily. No, no. Yeah, I totally understand. I think these would appeal to a lot of people, you know, outside of uh, anybody that's interested in pet play. I think mm-hmm. th- these would be if you just want to have some fun with anal play and you want a really cute butt plug that I know happens to also have a tail. I don't. <laughs> kudos go for I know. it yeah 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 but I, I guess like what I'm saying when it's so cute I don't mean to like trivialize anything um so another um toy you can use is a humbler which um it's a physical restraint that is used in the practice of cock and ball torture um it's a testicle cuff um which is mounted at the midpoint of a bar and it kind of like sits at the base of your butt but basically basically what it does is that um it forces a person to kind of stay um on their knees and kind of in this crouched humble position kind of like how pets are you know what I mean how they stand so I think yeah. like having that restraint can definitely help with the role play so something else you can use there are again cute but also awesome and sexy um fist puppy puff like mitts and knee pads and hooves um that you can use to help you embody the animal you can also use gags which help with embodying the animal um i think people i think if you're you know because you can also use masks but masks Mm -hmm. tend to be really expensive and if you like oh i just want to try this out first Maybe get maybe use your gag or get a gag before you kind of invest a lot of money in getting a mask, you know, just in case you learn through your experiences that it may not be for you. 
Well, and, and I'm like thinking about like bit gags. I mean, mm-hmm. that's when I think of like pet play and I think of like maybe like horseplay, mm-hmm. bit gags make perfect sense to me because that's yeah. like a like a horse's like bridle. So exactly. Yeah. I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a lot of you know, there are leashes, there are collars, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. there are collars that like resemble like ones that you would actually put on a dog versus one that's like maybe a little more cute and sparkly which is what I like so yeah there are those um and like we said there are full pet masks should you be interested in them I mean they run more than two hundred dollars and it's like eh, money's tight you know yeah but I do think what you could do is and this is just my personal like thing I I don't know but like getting like puppy ears or bunny ears and the gag could probably help if you're trying to like pinch your pennies I love some good animal ears like I I feel like I have like several pairs just laying around yeah totally um so get them out Lacey put them on now Um, okay I'm not your master (laughs) I'm not your handler I'm (laughs) so and again you know with pet play you can get riding crops or whips um that can help with um punishing your pet so so if you're interested and you're kind of thinking like, okay, what what animal can I be? One experiment, think about yourself, think about, you know, and talk about this with, with you and your handler um, because maybe you want to be a specific animal or your hand, your handler or your, your dom wants you to be a specific animal. Obviously talk this out. Mm-hmm. Um, but some, an- so some animals that many people choose are puppies or dogs, kittens, cats, ponies pigs or bunnies um what I find so fascinating through kind of the stuff that I read is that like the idea that people choose like puppies versus dogs like kittens Mm. versus cats ponies versus horses and like so it's like really you're young you know what I mean like you're you're so tiny and I think that adds I can see that I can see it adds so much to to this subdom dynamic I mean when we think about when we think about like the types of porn people like and the types of people that you know others are attracted to like age usually plays a factor in those so I totally understand that Mm -hmm. and for sure and so if you're like oh what are some things we can do what can we start with you can start with um various tricks on command like sit stay fetch um people can you can try being pet or scratched Mm. you can beg for treats or affection you can play with toys that are associated with an animal um there's restricted movement like bondage. There's restricted verbal communication. An example of that is making your um, sub make pet noises like meowing or barking. Like in that picture, you can be led around on a collar on all fours. Mm-hmm. You got those butt plugs. You can eat food off the ground. You can even eat animal food. But I feel like, I don't know. I know some people eat animal food. I don't know. I'm kind of of the thing of like using human food and making it. I agree. Um, Yes, again, I think this is just me and like kind of like my (laughs) devotion to animals. And I'm like, don't eat their food. But like I I can understand why people would would choose that route um, to each their own. And making it safe. I mean, we talk about how it is absolutely okay for you to play out on these kinks and fantasies you have Mm -hmm. so long as they're done so in a consensual 
safe manner. Yeah, so totally. when you start to cross that line of, you know, I, I want them to eat, you know, dog food off of the ground, if it's going to be actual dog food, you know, that would you would have to be really conscious of what you're mm-hmm. feeding them and the ingredients in them because I it just seems like it'd be so much easier as well as safer for your pet yeah. to your pet human. I don't mean your actual pet um, uh-huh. to to feed them, you know, human food that, you know, like Tracy said, has just been made to look like dog food yeah. or animal mm-hmm. food. Because, like, animal food, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the science behind it, but it could be dangerous. It could be unhealthy. And I think, for me, you want to be healthy and, and yeah. you know, whatever, not eat something that's not intended for you. Um, and then, finally, um, in terms of, like, what you things you can do is also sleeping in or being put in a cage or sleeping on a pet bed. Um, so... Let's see. I've totally slept on a pet bed before. <laughs> Have you really? They look so comfortable. And not not even like in a kinky way. Like I mm-hmm. just I've I've had a a lovely a lovely dog that I shared with a roommate for several Aww. years and Yeah. He there was more than one occasion where I would lay down with him in his comfy little bed and yeah, I don't it, it's kind of like the same way I feel about how they make really cute clothes for babies these days. I'm like, why is your bed more comfortable than mine? Why are your clothes more adorable than mine? Not fair. I know. I feel like I've seen so many baby clothes that are just like, I want to wear that. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have to have a baby for that to be possible. Yeah. Again, I just want to reiterate about safety. Safety is a key. This is such a vulnerable position for a submissive. Mm -hmm. So things like if you're using a collar or leash, um, make sure it's not too tight unless they want it to be tight. But I feel like think about your partner restricting their breathing it's bad to not breathe so know everyone's limits um keep keys nearby keep scissors nearby should you need that sure also if you're wearing a hood or you're being caged figure out how to do that safely again Mm -hmm. keep a key nearby again making sure your partner can breathe properly and also I feel like as you get older your joints you know kind of get weaker so you know it make sure you you avoid injury, avoid aches to muscles and joints. You don't want to be, I mean, unless you want to be sore, but I know for me personally, I can't sit with my back hunched for a really long time because then like my back hurts. And if you have some of those issues that's going to affect you health-wise later, that could affect you when it comes to, you know, maybe doing your job or exercising, I would take caution. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between being sore and uncomfortable versus like hurting like we exactly don't want that. yeah you don't I don't know for me you don't have to go to the doctor to you know fix an injury it, it really is for me safety first um which I know is for for a lot of people and then finally I just want to point out if your partner is wearing a gag or a mask and they cannot talk have a like a safe word have a safe gesture yeah please 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 come up with that before you start role play where your partner is going to be unable to speak yeah and thankfully to the fabulous writers at sophiagray.com we've got 
some wonderful, helpful resources for pet yes. play enthusiasts who are going to know so much more um, than either one of us does. So, right, yeah. I hope I hope everybody will refer back to those resources if you do want to find out more about pet play. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think that wraps it up. All I'd say is be safe and have fun, you know, and meow, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> meow. This has been Tr- Tracy Yay! and Lacey. <laughs> Whether you're looking to buy or sell used panties, Sophia Gray has got you covered. If you want to earn some extra cash, you can set up your own shop in minutes and start selling your own used underwear. And they take no commission. You'll keep 100% of every single sale that you make. If you got a kink for used panties and you're looking to buy your next pair, look no further. Oh, and the whole process is completely anonymous. Sophia Gray will never share, store, or archive your personal information. The name Sophia Gray won't even appear on your bank receipt. So head on over to sophiagray.com to start selling or buying used panties now. If you're a fan of the podcast, we hope you'll subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming platform. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. And while you're at it, feel free to share your feedback or questions by sending us an email to podcast at sophiagray.com. Until next time, I'm Lacey Bloom. And I'm Tracy Bust. And we're here to say, let them be kinky. There's no kink shaming here.